Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Welcome to Calvary Chapel. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 8, a message titled, This Little Light of Mine. And sure, you have things that you want to tell God. Tell God. And open that dialogue and listen and have a conversation with God and let the light of Christ illuminate your heart. He says, take heed. This literally means, it's funny, take heed, take heed to how you hear. He said, it means to look. Or, or I guess probably metaphorically, pay attention. Pay attention to how you're hearing. The idea Jesus is giving us is that if you let his words into your life, he will give you more. And if you don't, he will take away what you thought you had. I try to live my life in obedience to God, doing the things that God tells me to do. And and as I do that, he does. He gives us more. He gives us more. And, And as we just are obedient with the things that are before us, then he gives us more. And if I'm paying attention to him, then he's going to continue to bless my life. And I think it's the same thing that, you know, if you're working at a job, and this isn't a great illustration, there's a better illustration I'll use next, but if you're working at a job, and you do your job well, and you do what your boss tells you to do, likely you're going to get a promotion, you know, stereotypically. Likely you're going to get a promotion. But if you don't do what your boss tells you to do, and you just kind of do whatever you want to do, you're probably going to get fired, right? But this is more like if you're a kid and you're responsible, your parents get to bless you. You you know, isn't it in every parent's heart? Would you not open up the world and give your kid whatever they wanted if they were completely compliant and completely obedient to everything you said? And when they said they were going to be somewhere, they were there. And when they said they were going to be home, they were home. And when there was chores to be done, they did them. And they didn't give you a bunch of guff and problems. You, you just open up and bless them as much as you can because your, your heart delights to bless them. But if you have a kid that's rebellious, then you, as a parent, you're heartbroken because you can't bless them the way that you want to bless them. In fact, even the things that they feel like are their rights and their privilege to have, like their cell phone or their car or whatever, might be taken away from them. Because of their disobedience. And it's no different when we think about God and our relationship with Him. If I believe God's Word and I follow it, it pays dividends of love and joy and satisfaction in my life. But if I ignore it, it torments me. I'll be tormented. Now, of course, that's different between a non-believer and a believer. But it's, it's true for both. If I'm a non-believer and I hear the Word of God and I ignore it, It has devastating consequences. If I get the track and I throw it away and I spit in the Christian's face and I say, I don't want anything to do with your stupid God, and I I completely am rebellious against the light that's been shining in my heart, then I'm going to go away into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. That's a tough thing. You know, we think about that. You know, why does God send people to hell? 
Well, if you notice that in Matthew 25, 46, when Jesus says that, these shall go away into everlasting fire, prepare for the devil and his angels. He doesn't say these are going to go off to the place that is prepared for them. He says the place that was prepared for the devil and his angels. Why would we go to a place that's prepared for the devil and his angels? Well, because you belong to him. Did you realize that the fall, we became slaves of the devil, and if you belong to him and you're not going to be set free because Jesus paid the price for you to be set free, the only place you can go is where the devil goes. And that's his punishment. It's not your punishment, it's his punishment. And so you end up going with him into everlasting fire under judgment because you would not receive the payment for your sin that was freely given to you to go free. And that's what Jesus has done. He's reconciled you to the Father. He's given you light to be set free from the power of darkness and the power of the devil and to be conveyed, airlifted into the kingdom of the Son of his love. He did that when he died on the cross for you so that you could be forgiven. And so if you ignore the light on that level, that's devastating. Everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. If we receive the light, we come into the kingdom of God. So let's talk about what that means for a Christian. Okay, I've accepted the light. I've accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I've come into the kingdom of God as a child of God. But now as a child of God, (laughs) there's certain light I just don't want to even deal with. I don't want to look at. I don't want to accept it. I don't want to acknowledge it. And I think there's probably areas in all of our lives at times where this is the case. Have you ever been in church and, or reading your Bible and God said something very clearly to you and you're like, mm, I'm not listening right now. Like, I don't want to deal with that right now. I'm just going to pretend like that was for somebody else. Anybody? <laughs> just me and Billy. Okay, okay, there's a few more. <laughs> yeah, anyway. But, but that's, that's, that's that light. And so he shines the light into our lives and he exposes something. He exposes something, puts his finger on something. And we're like, I don't want to deal with that. And so what does that mean for the Christian who isn't going to deal with the light? You know, it's, it's one thing for a believer who's walking in the light. It, it tells us in 1 John chapter 1, verse 7, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. We're walking in the light. Everything's good. Everything's beautiful. We have joy. We have peace. We have the comfort of the Spirit. We have all the things that God has for us. But if I stop walking in the light then I find myself in a difficult position. And, and I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but let's say that, you know, it's, it's been a while. You haven't gone to church, you haven't read your Bible, you haven't fellowship with other Christians, you haven't had anything that's really building up your spirit, or building up your soul, connecting you with Jesus. And so you're not in that place of, of hearing and being obedient to Jesus. And so you're depressed, right? I mean, you're depressed, you're not feeling good about yourself, you feel like everything's a waste, you just don't know what you're going to do with your life, and you're just kind of down in the dumps. And inevitably, when you do something like that, or you feel like that, and then you're like, well, I need to do something to satisfy myself, and so you do something that you think is going to make you feel better, like watch TV. Or, or worse, you go off to the bar. Well, this used to be fun. Here's the problem. When you're born again, your old man dies. Isn't that what it says in, in Romans chapter 6, verse 1? How should we who died to sin live any longer therein? And so now you no longer have the ability to enjoy sin like you used to enjoy sin. And you remember when you used to, if, if this was you, you used to party on the weekends and you, you know, have all the fun with all your friends and you thought it was a blast, but you woke up through the hangover and you were sick. But, you know, next weekend you're like, I'm going to do that again. But then you get saved 
and you go and try to do that, there is no satisfaction in any moment of that. It's like the whole time the Holy Spirit's in your ear. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Why are you here? And you're like, oh. and you just, you just feel all this guilt and shame about it. And you're just like, oh, I'm not a Christian. The enemy's right there telling you, you're not a Christian. You're awful. You know, and you're just kind of in this condemnation because you can't enjoy sin. And so if you're trying to, to walk outside of the light as a Christian, you're miserable, plain and simple. Plain and simple. How do you fix that? Walk into the light. You know, open the word. Start reading it. Start seeking God with all your heart and allow him to transform you back into what he wants you to be. Read the word and obey. For there's no other way, right, to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey. That's what it is. Trust and obey. Well, things develop as Jesus is is teaching the crowds. And in verse 19, it says, And his mother and brothers came to him and could not approach him because of the crowd. Interestingly, Jesus, his mother and his brothers, it lists them in Matthew chapter 13, verse 55, James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas. What does that mean if Mary had other children? That she wasn't a perpetual virgin. And so, you know, our Catholic friends, you know, they, they believe that Mary was a perpetual virgin. They believe a lot of things about Mary and that the Bible clearly speaks out against. And, you know, and, and reality is what you run into when you're wrong. It's just the way it works. <laughs> you know, you're wrong, you run into reality. You're like, oh, it's true, okay. I was wrong. And the Bible's clear on those types of things. As you go through, you're going to see things like that. Not to pick on Catholics or anything. I, I think there's genuine believers who are Catholics and, and probably many who aren't, just like any other church. But there are certain things that are just absolutely wrong. And, and so Jesus had brothers, and Mary and Joseph had a relationship, and they had children after, you know, they had a normal marriage, other than this strange firstborn child that they had, who was son of God, you know, which had been a little bit odd. They, they, had, they had a normal marriage and children, and now Mary, Joseph's passed away now, and Mary and her sons start to hear these things about Jesus. And this kind of marks the foreshadowing of a transition that we're going to see in chapter 9, and that is where Jesus moves from this height of popularity into this time of trial as he heads towards Jerusalem for the crucifixion. And so Luke kind of breaks it up in chapter 9, starts that, that journey towards Jerusalem, which lasts 10 chapters. But here in, in this section, we kind of see the foreshadowing of it because now the chief priests and the rulers and the synagogue rulers and all these people are starting, and the Pharisees and the scribes, all those people are starting to spread doubt and pressure on the people who are following Jesus. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.